Love at First Light from Flashbangs and Frag Grenades by Calchexis read by Sam Gabriel based on League of Legends by Riot Games It started with an explosion. The 72nd Spire of Piltover rocked nearly knocking Lux from her perch as she peered through a window at a trio of figures in hoods and robes, as if they were trying to advertise that they were cultists, bargaining with a Damasian official who was on business in the mechanized city. The reinforced glass pane crazed with fractures, and Lux pulled back and pinned herself to the outer wall as her target suddenly looked up around frantically. Damn it! Lux cursed softly as she looked around. They were just getting to the good part, too. She had more than enough rope to hang them by already, of course, but a little while longer into that conversation and Lux was certain she could have uncovered where the illicit magical trade was flowing from, Noxus, probably, but there was a chance it was originating in the trade cities surrounding Shirima. Now, though, smoke was billowing up around Lux, and she forced back a cough as she tugged the cowl of her spell thief's coat over her head and pulled a fabric mask over her face. The enchantments were technically meant to keep toxic gases from affecting her, but it worked just as well for smoke. Nothing she could do about it getting into her eyes, though. All she could do was squint and start sidling around the outer edges of the spire. What kind of maniac bombs an eighty-story tower? If Lux were estimating right, the explosion would have gone off around the forty-fifth or sixth floors. Screwing her eyes shut, she rolled back the intel for this spire in her mind. That floor would be... Lux's eyes shot open. That was the level committed to experimental hex technology. Not strictly weapons, as most weren't even finished products, but it was all patent-pending and dangerous. This wasn't just a mad bombing, then. It was a heist. Another detonation split the air, followed by high, psychotic laughter as a stray rocket shot out from somewhere in the lower levels of the spire tower. No, not just a rocket. There was someone riding it. Well, that's one way to make an exit. Lux said dryly as the rocket impacted the next building over. The figure who had been riding it staggered drunkenly out of the rubble, slightly singed but otherwise no worse for the wear. On a whim, Lux flicked her fingers, oscillating the light frequencies around her eyes to bend them and give her a close-up of the criminal genius whose apparent escape plan involved high explosives and a reckless disregard for physical safety. They, no, she, looked like a wild woman. Tall, rail-thin, and pale, her arms were corded with lean, acrobatic muscle. She dressed in what looked to be a variety of improbably positioned belts, straps, and bandoliers of ammunition that barely preserved her modesty. Altogether, her outfit and manner all contrived to look as if someone had animated a lion-tamer's whip made of bullets and knocked off for lunch. Everything about her screamed strung-out, high-energy maniac, and for some reason that tickled Lux especially as the woman shook her head, sending her ankle-length electric blue braids flailing, before pulling out a contraption that looked much like a rotating, three-barreled chain gun, made by someone who'd heard a vague description of the weapon and decided to wing it from there. And there's the fuss, Lux said, leaning in to watch as the mechanized security of Piltover started swarming towards the young woman. Part of her thought she should go back to trying to salvage the espionage case she'd been working on, but... Truthfully, she had what she needed, plus a little more, and it's not like anyone would know that she decided to slack off the last ten percent of her mission. Besides, she was getting invested in the chaos below. Six of the robotic security guards charged the criminal with stun batons telescoping from their arms and were immediately mowed down by precise, high-velocity rounds. 
Armor-piercing? Lux muttered as she leaned in from her perch, focusing her viewing iris on the machines briefly to examine the damage. Definitely armor-piercing. Holes were punched clean through their dense metallic bodies, shredding the delicate Hextech circuitry inside. One of the larger units was clambering up the side of the building the criminal had chosen to fight on. It was stooped and simian, and clearly had heavier front-facing armor than the small, bipedal units. Shots rang like silver bells off of its face and shoulders as it began heaving its immense bulk up to the rooftop. The gun-toting bomber gave the simian enforcer an exaggerated roll of her eyes, a clear, really, expression that earned a giggle from Lux. Then she dropped the nose of her gun, quick-drew something that looked like a handgun, and... Zap! Lux jumped, almost losing her footing as the weapon the woman used emitted a sound like a lightning bolt striking a pond. There was a snapping flash of light, and the simian enforcer was suddenly racked with wild arcs of arcane lightning as it spasmed and twitched, crushing its own handholds on the roof edge in the process and robbing it of its traction. Like a massive old-growth tree, the enormous machine pitched backwards and fell, descending into the fog beneath Piltover, maybe falling all the way to Zaun. More of the bipedal units fell in a hail of gunfire. The criminal mopped up the remaining squads as they tried in vain to reach her. They were the first, but they wouldn't be the last, and Lux had no doubt that the vaunted Sheriff of Piltover would be making an appearance, assuming the little madwoman below her didn't make good on her escape first. Lux was about to kip up from the spire edge and leave when her iris caught one final thing. The criminal reached into her pouch and drew something out, which he checked over scrupulously. It was a sphere of impossibly intricate hextech circuitry, and to the untrained eye, it would look like any other piece of over-engineered junk that Piltover tended to produce. Lux, however, happened to know that it was actually a next-generation, all-purpose hextech security bypass made with ancient and currently forbidden magic sequences, or, in other words, it was the ultimate hextech hacking tool. Oh, you're kidding me, Lux spat. It also happened to be the exact item that the cultists had been bargaining for, meaning that if the thief made off with that tech, then a solid half of Lux's mission would be for nothing. They'd get to hang one corrupt administrative official and then be back at square one. No worse, the Radiant Ones would probably be forced to bargain with the insipid little Krug. He'd get off free, and all it would cost him would be information. Crap! Lux scrambled to her feet as the criminal started to sprint across the rooftop. Lux ran parallel to her, drawing mana into the magical threads of her spell-thief garb to bend light around herself, keeping her invisible without taking any focus beyond what was needed to feed a constant trickle of mana into the runes etched into the weave of her clothing. Damn it, damn it, damn it! Lux nearly bit through her lip as rage boiled in her stomach. It would have been easy to take that blue-haired idiot pixie down while she'd been fighting the security bots, but Lux hadn't seen a reason to interfere. How was she supposed to have known that that nutbar hadn't just broken into the experimental labs, but actually cracked the most secure vault they had in broad daylight? That was crazy. Lux reached the edge of the spire, and rather than take a turn, she sprinted up one of the mechanical gargoyles marking the corner of the building, kicked off from its head, and at the same time briefly engaging a spell of null gravity that multiplied the force of her jump by several times before pushing out a pulse of kinetic force behind her to send her rocketing towards the fleeing woman. She was still silent. She had the element of surprise. Snapping her staff out, Lux cast a bolt of blinding light right where the bomber would be in three, two, one. 
Oh, lucky Penny! Lux's jaw dropped in the split second that she had to react. As the thief came to a comically dead stop in the middle of running from an explosive heist to scoop up a copper coin from the rooftop. The binding bolt hit the bare metal rooftop, scorching it black, and Lux struck the same spot a breath later, right where the thief would have been if she were sane and had any sense at all. Crap! Lux recovered just in time to tuck and roll, hissing as she bruised her ribs and shoulder on the rooftop, coming to a stop. Oh, wow! I guess they're just cutting out the middleman and just shooting people at me now, huh? The manic thief grinned ear to ear as she flipped the coin that had impossibly saved her from getting nailed to the floor. Lux staggered to her feet, staff angled up and pointed at the thief's pale, narrow chest. Okay, that... that didn't go how I thought it would, Lux said breathlessly as she forced her aching body to stop shaking from the impact of her fall. But, um, I'm gonna need that sphere back. Nah. That lightning gun was out and not before Lux could think, drawn so fast that Lux barely had time to snarl out her barrier spell, leaving behind a curved sphere of pure light around Lux, just as that same thunderclap noise detonated from the barrel of the gun. The shot blew through Lux's barrier with a whip-crack of magical discharge and sent wild spasms through her limbs. The barrier had taken the lion's share of the oomph out of the shot, but Lux still staggered backward, dazed and reeling from the shock, and she sent a bolt of binding light out in a wild, sorcerous haymaker as she backpedaled away. Fast, Lux thought frantically. She's too fast. The thief sidestepped the bolt of light before it had even left Lux's staff, her sharp, springberry-colored eyes reading the angle perfectly as she spun, holstering her firearm in that same fluid motion that she reached for a weapon strapped to her back and brought it up braced on her thin shoulder, and Lux froze. Is... is that a rocket launcher? Lux asked as the claptrap weapon's cartoonishly shark-shaped mouth popped open to vomit out the tip of a high-explosive warhead. Maybe. The thief grinned as she stuck her tongue out of the side of her mouth, screwed one eye shut, and took aim. What's it to you? Well, it's just... You're only about ten feet away from me, Lux said uneasily. If you fire that thing, we both go. There was a brief pause as the thief cocked her head to the side and visibly measured the distance between the two of them. Her eyes traced a line from Lux's feet to her own, and then back before squinting, pursing her lips, and furrowing her brow in an expression of deep exaggerated concentration. Yeah, I'd say it's like eleven feet at least, the thief said before going back to aiming her rocket launcher. It'll be fine. Oh, whoa, whoa. Lux put up her hands and backed up a step. Let's, let's talk about this, okay? She was crazy. She was completely insane. This wasn't a thief. This was a madwoman. She probably broke into that vault figuring it would have something shiny and valuable and just grabbed the first thing she saw. The only thing this idiot really had going for her was an absurd amount of luck. I don't know. That sounds a lot like not blowing stuff up, and I don't know if I'm ready for that kind of lifestyle change, the thief remarked as she took an absurd step forward. Do you even know what that thing does? Lux asked, pointing at her waist pouch. The thief raised an eyebrow but didn't look away from Lux. Crap, so they weren't that stupid. It didn't matter, though. All that mattered was getting that Hextech bauble back where it needed to be. Why? Is it valuable? The thief asked dryly. Lux didn't bother hiding her smirk, since her mouth was covered in a mask. Of course, the woman was a mad bomber. She had likely imagined there would be a weapon of some kind in that vault, and the hilarious thing was that if she had chosen almost any other vault, there might have been. Sort of, Lux said, measuring her tone carefully. 
It's a piece of highly specialized equipment for auto-programming high-end hex-tech circuitry, and honestly, it doesn't do much on its own. Don't move, don't blink, don't breathe, don't give anything away. Lux forced herself to keep her body relaxed as she waited to see how her lie settled. She took great pride in her masks. They had gotten her out of a surprising number of jams. They could get her out of this one, too. And when the criminal gave no reaction, Lux decided it was time to double down, and slowly she put her hands up to her cowl and drew it back, letting her long golden hair flow free as she tugged her mask down. I'm serious, she lied smoothly. That thing is valuable to about twenty people total in all of Piltover, and maybe a dozen more outside of it. It'll never sell in the black market, but I've got two hundred gold here. Lux palmed out her purse and held it out. It really did have the amount she claimed. And you can have it if you give that back, and then you can go and we'll call it a wash. Deal? The thief looked pensive for a moment, which was an oddly muted look on such an expressive face, and Lux felt her breath catch. The thief was actually kind of pretty, not traditionally. She was too tall, almost a head taller than Lux, and too thin. She had too many scars and pockmarks that were probably caused by her own self-inflicted collateral damage as much as by her enemy's weapons. But she also had bright eyes, a button nose, and just adorable little dimples when she smiled, which was what she was doing right then. No, stop. Focus. Two hundred lame, the thief groaned. And yet she was still smiling as she flicked her hand and produced the sphere from somewhere in an impressive bit of sleight of hand. I was hoping for a few grand at least. I know, Lux said, trying not to breathe a sigh of relief. But it's all I have, and I could promise more, but let's be honest, there's no way you can trust me to come up with it. So what do you say? Nah. Lux's jaw dropped as the thief casually flung the orb over her shoulder and off the edge of the building and for once her brilliant mind utterly failed her. If the bypass was destroyed, then there went half a year's worth of investigation. They'd been tracking this deal for months. If the main item on purchase was destroyed, then the cult would go underground, and it would all have been for nothing. No! Lux bolted forward as the thief sprinted past her. Where did it go? Where had she thrown it? If she were fast, she might be able to catch it in a sweeper spell, and... Logic reasserted itself seconds later, and Lux whipped around, catching a brief glimpse of the thief's smug, too-wide grin as she palmed the orb out for Lux to see. It had all been a trick, more sleight of hand, and worse, Lux had actually fallen for it. "'Oh, you miserable pigtailed trollop!' Lux shrieked as she spun on her heel and sprinted after the woman who was laughing her head off. The thief pulled her handgun and snapped off a bolt of lightning that Lux, too furious to bother with anything more delicate, just brute-forced through, bashing the bolt away with a surge of holothergic force as she sprinted after the smug little sewer gremlin that had just one-upped her. "'Come and get me, Blondie!' the thief jeered as she hopped to divide between two buildings, landing with a circus tumble that ended with her on her feet without a missed beat. Lux jumped the gap and shot a bolt of air pressure behind her as she tucked her legs up, letting the pulse buffet her forward. Her ankles screamed as she landed hard on the metal roof, but she kept running. Her cheeks were blazing and she was grinding her teeth so hard she would be surprised if she still had me by the time she caught up with that idiot. The bypass didn't even matter anymore. The mission didn't matter. The half-a-year-long investigation didn't matter either. All that mattered was that some Zonite sump-trash dumpster fairy had just gotten one over on Lux in a way no one had ever done before, and she would be damned if she let that go. The thief was insanely fast. Not just quick on the draw, but actually fast. Her gangly, long-limbed gait ate up the space in front of her, pulling ahead even despite Lux's impressive physical prowess. Not that the thief was any kind of slouch. 
Lux had to grudgingly admit that they were in fantastic shape. That's the best you got? The thief crowed. I'll show you the best I've got, Lux snarled. Lux spun her staff on her palm, capturing power in the vortex before leaping, putting her whole body into a rotation, and hurling out a twisting, pulsating singularity of luminous force. The ball of energy struck the ground several feet in front of the thief, tearing up metal panels from the rooftop with its mere presence. And in that split second, Lux calculated the next move. The thief was fast enough that Lux knew she'd be able to avoid stumbling into the snarling singularity of power she'd cast out, but that wasn't the point. Left or right? Would she go left or right? Stupid. That's stupid. This acrobatic psychopath wouldn't go in either direction. She'd go up. Time caught up with Lux as she landed and dashed forward, the light-binding spell on her lips as Jinx coiled her legs like springs and hopped, spinning her heavy weapon for the momentum as Lux spun up her spell and let it loose. Woohoo! The tower rocked violently with a devastating explosion. You are kidding me! Never in her life had Lux missed anything three times in a row. Then again, she'd never had someone dodge one of her light bindings by firing a rocket launcher under their own feet. The thief rode the shockwave of the explosion, laughing all the way as Lux's third light binding sailed off into the distance to twinkle forlornly into nothingness, while her limber body traced an arc down towards the nearest building. Shrieking in inchoate fury, Lux bolted straight towards her quarry, kicked off, and as she did, she cast three spells in rapid sequence. First, her gravity negation spell, which sent her sailing forward. Second, she spun around to snap out a pulse of kinetic energy behind her to give her some starting momentum. Thirdly, Lux cycled up the full weight of her power, dumped her mana, and unloaded a blinding, steel-scorching beam of light and sound in the most wasteful way possible, blowing herself backward with the force of a cannonball, and if she got her calculations right, then she'd be... Wham! Lux collided with the thief as they met at the nadir of her descending arc, knocking the breath from Lux's lungs as the pair of them went tumbling ass over tea kettle through the air before landing hard on the next roof over, rolling in a sweaty, tumbling tangle of limbs and ending with the thief on her back, staring dumbfounded up at Lux who had her pins to the rooftop. Got you! Lux hissed. The thief just stared, her pretty springberry eyes wide with amazement and her thin lips forming a silent O oh of surprise that quickly formed into the biggest, happiest smile that Lux had ever seen on another human being. And then she started to laugh. It was a wild noise, all kicking legs and flailing limbs. It was the kind of laugh where you completely lose control, and all you can do is just laugh and laugh and laugh until you can't breathe anymore until you physically can't laugh anymore. The strangest part was that Lux found herself laughing, too. She was laughing, not smiling and giggling at some stuffed-up Demacian noble's cretinous joke or politely tittering at some humorous part of a play she had no interest in. She was just laughing. It took almost a full minute for the thief to run out of breath, and when she did, she went slack against the rooftop with only a high-pitched giggle escaping her every now and again when she got enough air to manage it. And a moment later... She flicked her fingers and produced the sphere. <laughs> okay, here you go, Blondie, she said, still grinning toothily. One experimental Hextech security bypass. It's all yours. Lux blinked at the sphere, then turned to goggle at the thief. Just like that? Lux asked. Yep, you caught me, she replied brightly. You win. That's... That made no sense, or it did, but... 
only in the way that a five-year-old makes sense of things. It made sense of the whole thing, from the bombing, to the threat of explosive death, to the slinging of absolutely lethal amounts of gunfire and magic, were all just an elaborate game of tag or chase, which apparently... it was. Wait. Lux furrowed her brow and stared at the sphere for a moment before looking back at the thief. You knew? Duh, the thief grinned. Do I look stupid? Of course she knew. Why wouldn't she know? Lux started laughing again, and this time it was a weak, thready thing as she hung her head low, letting it thud against the thief's bare sternum. Well there, you gonna buy me dinner first? Lux froze, then lifted her head slightly as her cheeks colored. The thief wasn't exactly what you'd call well-endowed, or even modestly endowed. But technically speaking, Lux had just buried her face between the thief's breasts. Sorry! Lux scrambled upright, only belatedly realizing as she did that that left her straddling the thief's hips, which wasn't much better. That's no biggie. The thief held out the sphere again, and cautiously, Lux plunked it up and turned it over in her hand. It was the real thing, all right. Still intact, too. No damage. All she had to do was return it to the vault, and everything would be fine, except suddenly that didn't seem all that important anymore. Not nearly as important as... What's your name? Lux asked, lowering the sphere as she stared down at the thief. The blue-haired maniac quirked a single, narrow eyebrow up, then smiled that too-wide, too-bright smile again. That was it. That was what Lux had been looking for. This girl. She shone. She was complete chaos, like a hundred firecrackers going off in a shoebox during a silent auction. She was a supernova caught in the middle of changing its underwear. She made absolutely no sense, and for some reason that made it absolutely imperative that Lux know her name. My name? The thief huffed out a bubbly laugh. <laughs> the name's Jinx. Stands for Jinx. Jinx. Lux smiled as she rolled the name over her tongue. It was perfect. I'm Lux. Lux, huh? Jinx grinned broadly. Cute name. Jinx sat up sharply, startling Lux, who tried to back up, but two strong hands found a grip on her hips and anchored her down. Jinx kept Lux firmly in her lap as she was suddenly looming over the Damasian mage. Being this close stole Lux's breath from her lungs as Jinx stared down unblinkingly over a deceptively cute button nose directly into Lux's eyes. You're cute too, Jinx said without a hint of shame. Lux started to stammer. She started to say something as a red-hot blush flashed over her cheeks. Whatever it was, though, was lost, as that thin pair of surprisingly warm lips were suddenly crushed against hers. Lux went rigid as Jinx's fingers dug gently into her waist, and all she could think about was how ridiculously soft those lips really were. And somewhere in that cacophony of realizations that Lux couldn't quite pinpoint, she'd started to kiss back. Slowly, Lux looped her arms over Jinx's shoulders, and Jinx smiled against Lux's lips as she pushed deeper, demanding more. Lux gave it to her, opening her mouth softly and letting Jinx probe along her teeth as she traced her hands up Lux's sides, lingering at her waist before jerking her closer until they were flush. And Lux let out what she would deny to her grave was a moan. This was insane. Jinx was insane. She was clearly and unabashedly 
criminally insane. Literally, she was both a criminal and insane. Not only that, she and Lux had just finished trying to kill each other, and now... Lux swallowed thickly as Jinx pulled away, grinning as a fire lit behind those springberry eyes of hers. They were so bright, so painfully bright. Lux couldn't stop looking at them. She couldn't look away as Jinx seemed to be gleefully staring straight into Lux's soul. That's my girl. She whispered those three words as she pulled away with kiss-swollen lips that were curved into a face-splitting smile. She licked her lips, then licked Lux's lips, who started again with a high-pitched squeak. Lux. Jinx said the word like she was tasting it. Then she shivered, threw her head back, and started laughing spasmodically as she pulled Lux tight to her chest in a crushing hug, burying Lux's face in the crook of her neck, and through Jinx's laughter Lux could hear words, two words, just two words repeated over and over and over. Founder, 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 founder! When she pulled away, it was only to keep staring at Lux, and to trace long, dexterous fingers over the lines of Lux's face like Jinx was trying to memorize her by touch. I found you, Jinx hissed through a smile full of gritted teeth. For some reason, the only thing that Lux could think to say by way of reply was, No, I found you. If Jinx's smile could have gotten any wider... It would have split her head in half, but as it was, she smiled so wide that cracks formed faintly in her lips, coloring them even redder as her left eye developed a disturbing twitch. There was something unearthly about that moment, something that Lux couldn't put a finger on. Jinx had a quality to her that defied everything in Lux's well-ordered mind, to the point that just thinking about the bad thief made Lux's head spin in a downward spiral until Jinx was all she could think about at all. Jinx's smile and her laugh and... and her everything just drowned out every last bit of noise in Lux's head until it was all just Jinx. Maybe I'm going crazy too, Lux thought as she smiled wide. The moment shattered as the sound of sirens in the distance cut the air and the look of ineffable psychosis on Jinx's face dissolved, into a slack expression of long-suffering resignation. Ugh, I hear fat hands and big hats on the wind, Jinx groaned, before fitting her hands directly under Lux's ass, and dead lifting her up, earning her another high squeak, as Jinx stood to her full height, before setting Lux down on her feet. When she looked back down at Lux, though, the resignation faded, replaced with a shadow of that obsessive glee. And on a whim of total insanity, Lux shoved the sphere back into Jinx's hands. Jinx stared down at the orb in clear surprise. Just in case, Lux said. Why? Just in case of what? Just in case she got rightfully caught by the authorities and put in prison? That ought to have been a good thing. But the thought of someone like Jinx languishing behind bars puts an indescribable ache in Lux's chest. And there it was again, that smile. Lux's heart skipped a beat as Jinx snatched the sphere, rolled it expertly over the planes of her hand, then flicked her fingers and made it disappear. 
Then she was scooping Lux up, pulling her in, and kissing her with lips that tasted faintly of copper. Jinx gripped her tight, one hand settling between Lux's shoulders and the other slipping down to grip her by the thigh, as she dipped Lux down like she was a princess in a fairy tale. And despite the gunfire and the sirens, and the fact that the two of them had just finished trying to kill each other, and in spite of the fact that Luxana Crownguard was as close to a Damasian princess as it was possible to be without marrying into the royal family itself. Lux had never felt more like one than she did right then. Jinx righted her just as suddenly, letting Lux stumble to catch herself and stand upright on wobbly legs. The long-limbed thief stepped back and raked her fingers through her tightly bound electric blue hair, then reached out and put the tip of her finger to Lux's forehead. You, she said with a smile. I'll find you again, Blondie. Just you wait. Then she was gone, cackling as she dropped over the edge of the building they'd been standing on top of, laughing all the way down, and for some reason that didn't bother Lux in the slightest. She'd be fine. Lux knew she'd be fine. So instead she just laughed as if Jinx had told her a particularly fine joke before throwing a veil of invisibility over herself and stepping away from the edge. Her legs went out from under her a second later as she put her fingers to her lips, trying to hold on to the ghost of those two fierce kisses for just a few seconds longer. She tasted like blood and gunpowder and smelled like smoke and crude oil. Lux licked her lips and smiled. Jinx would find her again, she was certain of it, and the worst part was that Lux was looking forward to it. More so than she looked forward to anything in a long, long time. By the time Lux got up from her spot in the shadows of that rooftop, the sirens were gone and night had fallen over Piltover. Jinx hadn't come back, but then Lux hadn't really expected her to. Still invisible, Lux called up a schematic of the city in her mind, turned on her heel, and started skipping towards the nearest aerial hub where she could catch a tram back to her hotel room and start thinking up a plausible explanation for why the Radiant Council's investigation they'd spent over six months and an obscene amount of man-hours on was now a complete bust. She'd think of something. It really didn't seem all that important anymore. Nowhere near as important as those three words Jinx had said as she pulled away from their first kiss. Words that were still echoing in Lux's head as she skipped and occasionally giggled her way towards the trams. That's my girl. The text of this story is available on AO3. Music by Dot Matrix. If you would like me to record a story, voice over a character, get in touch using the contact information available on my website, which is located at samgabrielvo.com. And there you can find other stories that I've read, as well as a link to my Discord server, where I record things live for your enjoyment. And finally, as always, thank you for listening. <laughs>